world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. We have a full studio today. What what number show is this? Tree 83, our highest numbered show yet, Two by the way. Oh, I like that. Tree 83. <laughs> so uh, we have the ever-present Dr. Medallion from Medallion Chiropractic on the show today. We have uh, Gun for Hire alumni and uh, SafeCon attendee Brian Goldberg in the house. How are you, Bri? Very good, thank you. Good. Share the mic. And we have a, a returning guest. We have uh, Jen Haas is on the show again. How are you, Jen? Very good. Thank you. Good. So we're going we're gonna to talk about a lot of issues here, and I'm going to be covering uh, some stuff. But before we really get into the show, I got 1,300 verified petitions for my NRA board seat. I only needed 651, so I want to thank all the listeners, supporters, and everybody. Thank you. Uh, Cliff Toy is the number one uh a person to get petition signatures from me even though he didn't show up for SafeCon I'm going to excuse him for that and Gary Allison is second and then I got uh, petitions mailed to me from Alaska, Hawaii, Wyoming, Montana, Tennessee, awesome. you name it um, I, I think I covered all 50 states so what that means now is I'm on the petition and uh, I'll be on the slate. My bio will come out uh, probably in uh, January or the February NRA magazine, and you'll have to vote for me, and you'll have until April at annual meeting will they, will they announce uh, who the board of directors are. So uh, Tom Selleck stepped down as a director, and John Cushman, who was 26th in the election process, he became the 25th director now. So he wasn't running, I believe, when for re-election anyway. Uh, last week. Huh? 73 years old. He said he had other obligations. To be honest, I like Tom Selleck, he was a good face, but he was not active as a board member. He was like a few of the others that aren't active. So, without further ado, I want to talk real quick about um, uh, an issue we had in New Jersey, and uh, everybody should be aware of it. We'll probably have Scott Bach or Dan Schmutter on next week. We're waiting for a decision for our uh, injunction on the magazine ban. I know everybody is interested in that. If you want info on that and the countdown clock, just Google Gun for Hire Mag Ban or Mag Ban Case. And we have a web page that has a countdown clock and updated information from ANGRPC and Evan Knappen on there. But right now it's the middle of December we're looking at. We're waiting for Judge Sheridan's decision on an injunction so that the time clock will stop while we're suing to get the mag ban overturned hopefully to be successful and then there's also going to be exciting updates to our right to carry case that Scott Bacher Dan are going to be sharing with us as well because it's getting crazier and crazier in New Jersey we just had a case that Evan Knappen uh, handled and his name was Judge Haas Jen. No relation. <laughs> any, any, no? No. Okay. Uh, anyway, what we're finding out now, this this case was uh, Evan Knappen's case, and Lewis Knappen did the brief, who was on the show last week. They denied a security guard 
a right to carry. Why does a security guard need a gun? Okay, uh, this is for a movie theater, and basically what they're saying is the state has no justification to approve a security guard to be armed, and they should consider hiring uh, off-duty cops. Oh. You know, which costs like $150 an hour as opposed to like 35 or $40 an hour to pay a company. So uh, Knappen's handling this case. They're probably going to be appealing it. So we know that out of 9 million people in New Jersey, less than 3,000 private citizens have carry permits. And there's probably maybe 10,000 armored car drivers and security guards that have carry permits. So now they're going to dearm them as well. So it, it's incredibly backwards uh, how we're doing things in a state so it's just getting worse and worse and uh you know with murphy leading the charge it's uh, really scary the last thing we'll end on a funny note all of the democrats tell us all the time about global warming and i ranted about this the other day so a million people have moved out of new york in the past eight years people tax paying just, just citizens, a million uh, just a million oh. that they that they verify and Andrew Cuomo, Governor Harpo Cuomo, says that the reason the million people moved out was because of the cold weather. Is that oh, what it is? Yes. It had nothing to do with the business climate. It had nothing to do with the tax cold climate. Weather, yeah. It's the climate climate. But I thought we had global warming. warming Shouldn't yeah. New York be getting warmer, Sandy? Should be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These people are deranged. They they literally are deranged. It's, a, it's amazing that you would... You, how could you publicly blame cold weather... For having people move yeah, out. Anything but what you normally would the, the top five states of people moving out, New York's number three. We're number one. Hmm. Uh, Murphy's going to yeah. get us to yeah. one plus, 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 yeah. plus. So We're going to hold that. You know, hold they that think it's, a, it's a, sum, a sum equation where, well, a million move out, but a million more, more move in. But right. the million more that are moving in are illegals. Right now they say that we have 22 non -tax million. Non-tax-paying. Non-tax-paying. Right now they say we have 22 million illegals in this country. And this was done by... Uh, Most of them live in Lakewood, by, New Jersey. Uh, yeah, by an Ivy League study it was done by. We, they've been saying 11 million illegals for the past few years. Now we find out it's 22 million. It costs the U.S. taxpayers conservatively $134 billion a year. Go ahead, Doc. Yeah, I was going to say, I just was listening uh, to you speak, was it last week or the, or the week before? about you can't even say the word illegal aliens anymore, yeah, right? No, I can. Yeah. If you say it on Twitter, Twitter's you'll get banned. Or on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, or on YouTube. You can't yeah, that's say what I heard. Hi, you YouTube, illegal alien. YouTube, illegal alien. We have bets going how long before I get banned on YouTube. <laughs> so, uh, Incredible. Incredible. Yes. So this is, this is where we're at right now. Brian, let's get to you. Congratulations. You're a newlywed. I met your lovely wife. Yes, you did. And stepdaughter. Correct. And you've been married two weeks now or three weeks? August 13th. It was actually uh, a day. We, we dated about, she was, uh, I was her high school sweetheart about 12 years ago. Uh-huh. And then uh, things happened. Uh-huh. Life moved on, and then we found each other again. So it's the same date that we got together 13 years ago, 14 years ago now. Wow. Full amazing. circle. Yeah, Mazel tov. Thank yeah. you very much. Uh, so she was very lovely. The child was well, very well behaved because we, you know, did you have a good <laughs> time scenario? at SafeCon? I did, yeah. Did very, you learn very a lot? Informative, yes. Is it sad that we only had a few hundred people? Uh, yeah. Talking to Jimmy, he said like last year was a lot more people, and uh, you know, I saw what I saw, and I heard I came what I came for, you know, what I saw. The seminars are priceless for twenty dollars. Exactly. To have 
Pirelli and, well, and Knappen and Schmutter and Bach speak and have the panels that we had. I understand we had people complaining that it was in Vineland, and I had explained to people, year one was Vineland, year two was Parsippany, year three was Edison, now we're back to Vineland. So mm. we're trying to cover the whole state. They complained I, when it was in Parsippany. Yes. They complained when it was in Princeton. Yes. I had people, I, I basically told people uh, on the panel I was on that next year we should have it where we just go door to door. We'll come to your house, Doc, when it's convenient for you. It's convenient for you. Right, Jim, we'll come up to your house up on the lake when we'll it's convenient for you. Yeah. But if it's not convenient, just tell us. We'll, we'll alter our schedule. <laughs> sure. so. And then you wonder why we lose. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. But you got to speak... At, Personally, everybody was walking around Lou Knapp and you, so you can right, right, Brian. You yeah. could you could sidebar with anybody. Cheeseman and Gillard were there. By the way, their GoFundMe case is Restore Carrie NJ. I've donated. Right. Yep. Correct. GoFundMe Restore Carrie NJ. So uh, sorry, I had to just give a customer the finger as they were walking by because that's how we roll here. So anyway, did, to did you do, do that on the uh, camera? Yeah, like this. Oh. So John Willett did a phenomenal job. All the other volunteers, his wife Rachel and everybody else really really did a phenomenal job it's worth the 20 bucks it's worth the drive uh next year it's going to be somewhere central located but we'll still get complaints i had people write like well if you had it in new brunswick i would have come like i so saw like where do you live new brunswick i'm like yeah. pathetic <laughs> pathetic yeah, it's and then we wonder why we lose right yeah. the good thing is there's no infighting in the two-way uh situation right now the 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 active groups and the groups that are making a change, ANJRPC, NRA, CNJFO, the second is for everyone, the SAW group, uh, uh, Cheeseman's uh, uh, group, everybody is on the same page. So we have good inertia and good momentum because when our politicians come back this fall, we're done. There's like 60 oh, yeah. bills right now queued up, just sure. just so you know they're done. We're, we're, we're really done. So, so Jen, the last time you came on, you had a problem where you probably needed lipstick, bodyguard, or a gun. Yes. You were stalked in a mall, remember? Yes, uh, I was. Sandy doesn't remember you being on the show, yes, by the way. I don't yeah. remember my name. So. If you yeah. want him, if you want to leave a lasting impression, right, mm -hmm. before right. you leave today, sissy slap him. <laughs> okay. Okay, and then he'll remember. <laughs> uh, what you do is then you walk close to him and I'll sissy slap okay. him. Okay, hey, look at okay. okay. works, works for me. Now, when I was a kid, we had a politically incorrect slap. We used to what say, I'll, "I'll jab slap you." Jab slap. Yeah, that's when you slap somebody in the head so hard in the back, your eyes go like this. <laughs> okay, I don't think we can say that anymore, no, right? No, I don't think we can. Okay, well, that's that. So if, uh, YouTube didn't have enough reason to ban us. So I don't care. That's right. Our public masters, they're all going to get regulated by the government anyway. They've been pushing As it. they should. Twitter just banned uh, James Woods for something he posted, so it's, it's bull crap. Yeah. Jim, when we get back, I want to talk about why you're here. Okay. Doc, behave. Yes, I'll try. It's Thanks. funny how the, uh, the Muslim Brotherhood is still on Twitter. You can, you can use the N-word on Twitter, too, and you won't get banned. Nice. Yeah, but you can't say illegal alien. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse, and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise, and although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless-looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. 
Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. The world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. Listen to this and other episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and On Demand. Uh, okay, so I wanted to thank SafeCon. This segment was brought to you by Medallion Chiropractic, M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N, chiropractic.com, on Valley Road in Wayne, New Jersey. If across only we had a representative of Medallion yes, Chiropractic. Yes, across the street from the soon-to-be Whole Foods, so I'll be going there yeah, for lunch. Can't wait. Can't wait for it to open up. Uh, support those who support us. If you or anyone you know lives within a 30-mile radius of Medallion Chiropractics, close to the range, uh, go and check them out. Refer friends. If you're further away, go give them a positive review on Yelp or Google or any of those other platforms. So, Medallion Chiropractic. So, Jen. Yes. Medallion signed up as a uh, sponsor on the show. Right. A week after we did the first show, Walter, your husband, sends me a message. This medallion guy, you like him? Good guy. I'm like, yeah, he's the best. Then about two weeks later, your husband texts me and says, Jen loves Dr. Medallion. Right. Is that pretty much how it worked? Yep. Okay, so okay, that's... I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, so it's, it's been going really well? Yeah, it has. I've had... Um, I've got two herniated discs and I have some sciatic issues. Um, and I've been going to doctors for like four years. The traditional doctors, they do the steroid shots. I've got nerve ablations. And nothing seemed to hold for more than maybe six months. I'd always have to go back to that traditional thing, which always seemed to be a Band-Aid effect for me. So... I was at that point where I was almost at that six-month mark, and we heard your podcast, and I heard Dr. Medallion, and all the different ways that he approaches things, not just one particular avenue. There are a lot of different tools in his toolbox, so to speak. So I was like, why not try him out? So I went down there, tried him out, and 
I, it's only been a couple months, but I can already see a change. I used to not be able to, it sounds funny and maybe silly, but I couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes. Literally, I just, I just could not stand in one wow, place for 10 horrible. minutes. And then I would be in pain and I would sit, sit down like I was an 80-year-old. So now I'm able to stand and walk around and be a lot more mobile than I was before. So that's a huge, huge change. And even though I've only been going a couple months, um, you know, I'm a mom of three kids and school just started. And for me, it was really tough to try to find time to get to go see him. And for those two, two and a half weeks, I felt a change. I felt the the pain coming back in. I felt stiffness coming back in. And I started going back to him again. And, you know, it's it's not a switch. It takes a while, but it has gone in the right direction. How's that? Good, Doc. You wanted to say something? Yes. Share the mic, Jen. <laughs> Don't be in my cup. We'd like to share. So, yeah, Je- Jen- Jennifer's saying exactly what happens that um, she came in. And actually, we give our patients a choice of type of care. If they want to do just the pain care or if they want to do another type of care, there's really two two types. And she she chose one that we're going to see how near normal we could bring the spine in. So we look at it from a scientific point of view of, you know, by taking measurements on the x-rays, seeing before x-rays, seeing after x-rays. And so we find that that is the most scientific and really, uh, truly, we find it's it's the most uh, best way. T- well, it is, it is, is really the, uh, truly the most, uh, where you can take a measurement and see the difference. And not just from, that ap- actually happens weeks later, but if we could get changes like she's talking about, and we see that, I've been doing this for 30 years, and so what I did was I culminated, put together some techniques that I know that are out there that I know that work very, very well, and we were able to um, put together a program, and I call it the the Medallion Spine Program, and what it is is that we um, do a certain type of tractioning, if that's necessary, we do the specific adjustments. Uh, areas that the problem which was found on the on your x-ray and we uh, find that we do very very well with that now you said tractioning so could I hire you to run somebody over Because <laughs> that's what it sounded like right I need somebody traction yeah. well that <laughs> no? it's not exactly like that it's and Italian it doesn't really um, and th- there's no pain to it as well so we want to make changes in the spine. We want to do as permanent changes that we can. So that's what uh, Jennifer was speaking about where she was saying that, you know, it takes a couple of months. You know, I'm not a magician. I can't change things overnight, you know, w- with a patient. But what we can do is give the patient an opportunity to see how far they can go with the changes and looking at a bef- before x-ray and after x-ray and to see how well they're doing, if that's what they choose, because we have other options as, as well in our office. Now, Jen, I'm going uh, uh, to ask you uh, quite candidly, because you're only as good as your people. How's his staff? How's everybody there? Are they all oh, as good as friendly. him? Because yes. I love the doc. You know, he's been coming here since yeah. we opened. Because yes. that's such an important aspect. Like, all the doctors I go to, all of their staff are on par with the doctor. Yes, and they're very friendly. Like, they knew me within a week or two of coming in because they kept seeing my face. 
so they would um, say hello so you almost feel like you're coming back to family it you don't feel like you're a number you don't feel like nobody knows so you and it's important. such a big office that you couldn't possibly make a difference it's so it's, important it is very important you do feel um, welcome cool S so what we uh, uh, what I, I want to treat my patients the way I would want to be treated if I went to a doctor's office so that's the way I look at it and really it's you know, we look at it as a family too um, and so if I'm going to look at a patient, uh, maybe a younger patient, older patient, I'm going to say either, you know, I'm going to treat you like I did, I would treat my sister or my mother or my father. And that's really the way I look at it. And, you know, I come from, old, I guess, old school thinking that, you know, the way I feel that I want to be treated, I want to treat others as well. And I, I feel that's what we emulate at our office. And I so really, true. I, I really ask my staff to do the same thing. And if they can't, hey, listen, maybe this is in the office for you. You know, but we need people like that in our office, and patients really um, understand it. And I think, and I know that they appreciate it as well. And it's not like we're trying hard; it's just the way I am. It's my character, how I do things in my office, and all. So that's really that's a secret sauce to any business. It, it really is, is. It hospitality. Really is. My business is safety and then hospitality. Hospita and honesty. Yes. Brian, you wrote, yes. I read that letter that you wrote online to me, and you talked about uh, the hospitality and how you feel like you're a Platinum member here. Sure. You got to go in the Platinum Lounge today, because yes. it, we call that our green room today. But, like, how long have you been shooting? I've been shooting for uh, maybe six years, probably, I think, five or six years now. Did you start out here or no? Uh, no, I actually started at Cherry Ridge. Okay. One of my um, the family friend, he belonged up there, and that got me into it. And my, again, I my came from a family and friends who never shot before, not hunting, nothing, you know, no firearms in their background. And uh, it started with that, and it has grown very quickly. I know. I see your Instagram posts. It's all gun pictures. You have to have a little balance. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. They'll never find you there exactly. anyway. <laughs> but the same thing, like you wrote that you came here and, you know, you see, like you took a holster draw class. Uh, and uh, my guys kick your butt good. Yeah, I would take it uh, last night, actually. I was here. Um, yeah, your staff was incredible. They make you feel, you know, they, they, they push you, you know, but they make you feel comfortable and, and welcome at the same time. So you're there, you're learning, and, you know, you still have that kind of like I'm here to, to, to do something. And uh, I want to, you know, I don't want to f around with it you know what i mean sure so but it's still it's still fun they still make jokes and when it's serious it's serious and when it's like you know how many people in the class there was a there was a tw like 13 12 or 13 how many people? instructors there was two instructors and you had lines of six yes we did yeah so uh i tell this all the time so the ratio is two instructors to six students right we won't go above that if we had a seventh or eighth i'd have a third instructor Many moons ago, I took a low-light, no-light class from a big uh, instructor company, and it was 24 students and one instructor. Wow. And it was two lines of 12. And me and, my, uh, me and my guy who took the class together stood with our backs against the wall between firing lines, loading our ammo and watching everybody. And the instructor, all he did was show us a drill, then he did the drill, and then he brought 12 of us up to do the drill couple of times, then made a safe reload, uh, reholster, go back behind the line, and then the next 12 come up. And he did that like seven times, and it was a six-hour class. And I, I thought about it. This was before I started our urban uh, classes with my uh, tactical guys, and I was like, I will never run a class like that that is yeah. such, you know a lot of the big names do that like the uh the navy seals and stuff they're all good guys but they're they're real lone wolves you know yeah. and they'll fly in right. and they'll uh they'll train like 24 to 1 and they'll run two lines of 12 and you know they'll they'll tell you what to do and they're very good at what they do but you know 
I look at it as a, a different level. I want, if you're struggling, I don't want them to just gloss over it. I want them to work with you and, uh, you know, personalized. And, no, they and, did. Yeah. They were very approachable, too. I mean, I came up with a few questions on my own, and they're there, and, uh, you know, it was just it, it ran very well. So who's got better customer service, me or Dr. Medallion? Could I say it's a tie while I'm in front of both of you? For now, that'll be... <laughs> you can tell me later on. The yeah, exactly. Well, I could tell the that'll type work. of guy Dr. Medallion was when he first became a member here, you know. So I knew his character, and I figured how he ran things anyway, just because, you know, he was so uh, attentive to the way I do things, and he recognized stuff, and he'd come over and give me accolades about the staff and the facility or whatever. So you could tell right away. When somebody's tuned in, they're tuned in. When they're right. not, they're not, right? Exactly. You know, Correct. right away. Go ahead, Doc. And, and, you know, that's the truth. I mean, I, I would look at your place, and i said, wow, this is first class, top of the line, that you have here, Anthony. And I'm not just saying that. And uh, you actually uh, said, you know, talk to Matt. He, he, you know, and some of the other your staff. That I said, listen, there's some of the things that you're doing here. I like to bring it into my office as well. And Matt was really great. So that's it, my it, art director. Yeah, and, it, and it's true. It's true yeah. what you're saying. It's, but it's all the same. You get right, right, Jen. You know the same thing. If you walk yeah. into a food store or something, yeah. if it's dirty out front, the first thing I think is, what's it look like yeah. behind exactly. yeah. the scenes? The right? Quality is not going to be there. Correct. Right. That's right. when I, or right. if somebody behind the counter is like, what? Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. You know, like, okay, I'm gone. You know, it's amazing how people. Uh, sometimes can't put those pieces of the puzzle together. And me, in my industry, I have people that are coming in here that are nervous. I think back the first time I went to Ray's Sporting Goods, you know, and oh I was so God. intimidated. Was, oh, yeah. they were terrible. You know, there was no internet or no. anything. And you walk up and you walk up to the counter and there's guys with guns on, you know, you know, yeah. off-duty cops, and yeah. they were all so, they, they, they were so brash and, yeah. you know, short with their answers, like, you know, and it's like, wow, I'm trying to spend money here and, and you're knocking me down. Like, I, I can't, I couldn't so relate. It's so true. And, and guns, it's tough. Like, I read, we talk about, I read body language all the time. I see the women come in, closed body language, and then an hour later walking out, holding the target and screaming they'll be back and they had a good time. And I'll talk to them like, yeah, I was scared shit when I came in. Yep, but Anthony, is that like part of your class too? That I'm sure, that, you know, looking at people's body language and seeing that, you know, it kind of, especially like, you were in that truck the other day on the highway, yeah. and you saw the guy coming up, swerving, yep. and, you could t and you said you could tell from the guy's face. Yeah, I knew you know, he was coming what, what, after what, what was going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, it's important. Yeah, we read that. See, and women are always nervous coming into a range, and guys are hardly ever nervous because women are smarter than men, okay? Right? I, I have to agree on that because yes. my wife <laughs> came to me and said, you know, you know, Henry, I said, I think that we should come to uh, Anthony's place and learn how to... Uh, you know, use a gun. And, and you're I like, ah, it's in my I, DNA. I, I, I said, of course, of course, honey. And uh, my daughter, she's um, 12 years old. She said, Dad, I want to come too. I said, honey, we'll get. there's a pink gun for you. We'll get mm -hmm. a pink gun. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, women are smarter than men, so they know guns are dangerous, so they're nervous. Absolutely. Yes, men are reckless. At times. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home.
As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers in each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun for Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Don't forget gun sitters in Whippany. If you need to store your guns temporarily or long term, if you get in trouble or, you know, uh, got kids in the house, going through a divorce, any type of situation, gunsitters.com. They were at SafeCon as well. Great idea. Yes. Dr. Medallion has a special offer here. Doc, read it out because I can't see it. I'm holding it up. Sure. We're, we're doing is that for, for your people that are listening uh, for, on the podcast that we're offering the month of October, we're calling it Freedom from Pain. Nice. We're offering to new patients a full exam, x-rays if n needed. That's a value of $250 for $35. I'll take three. There freedom you go. from pain. Can I can I send my comptroller to you? But this is fr when just, I heard the title "Freedom from Pain," I, I thought you were offering divorces. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're thinking alike. That's what it is. <laughs> Did you know married men live longer than uh, single men, but married men are more willing to die? Hmm. That makes me go. I, I, just, oh, hmm. I just thought it. It just seemed. Go longer, ahead, Jen. You know, go ahead, Jen. I don't know if you want me to comment on that one. No, we so, don't. No. getting back to gun stuff, real quick, before we talk more to Brian and Jen, and you guys can interrupt me anytime you want. I went to grab Jen's arm. I had to make sure I didn't grab something else. I'd end up cavernoid. <laughs> you, you know, on, vi on video. On video. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, the New Jersey uh, Attorney General 
uh, is joining 12, 11 other states uh, to protest uh, the decision in the Hawaiian Court of Appeals, the, the Third Circuit, uh, allowing open carry because they're afraid that that's going to bleed over to New Jersey. Remember, what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey, that's right? right? We also had an attempted carjacking in Short Hills with a 13-year-old girl in the car. The car, a car pulled up, two bad guys, one got out, one went to get in the car, and the, the, the owner's 13-year-old girl was in the car, and he was trying to open the door, and he asked the guy for the keys, and the father said he was going inside to get the keys. He came out with a gun, and the carjacker jumped in the getaway car with his partner and drove away. Mm. Wow. Okay, it's amazing. That's more powerful than a lipstick bodyguard. That's more powerful <laughs> I mean, than a lipstick bodyguard. But unfortunately, in New Jersey, I was waiting to see if he got charged. Yeah, I was waiting yeah. to see that. You, you know what I mean? Like his. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you can keep your gun on on the property, but I'm I'm surprised Murphy and the AG aren't pissed that he brandished a weapon. Right. Let him have your daughter. Don't you know guns yeah. are dangerous? Right. Exactly. Hand her over. Right. Oh, that's no. the mentality. Right. Yeah. Look at so Jen. As over she's over got the you know she's got the mama bear here. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Although I'm more afraid of her daughter Katrina than her. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Daddy raised her right. Yeah. She comes here a lot with uh, dad, and th I don't picture her taking any shit. When she told me she she was in the city or something one day, I was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, she's good. <laughs> right. She goes every weekend. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, she's good. And she goes I to school or something. Right. No, she goes to a class. A class. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, Katrina's good. And how old is she? 16. 16. 16. But she has good situational awareness and everything. She When she sits in the VIP lounge, she sits with her back to the wall facing the door. Like most 16-year-old kids don't do that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. inherent right. or it's right. not. I've taught her well. Yes. Yeah. So, I've taught her well. So you did, you did good with her. Uh, you know, uh, New Jersey, uh, just like New York now, uh, Governor Harpo Cuomo is uh, expanding more gun control in the city, going after different insurances now as well, anybody that underwrites insurance. I also heard from uh, a controller in the state of New Jersey that under Governor Murphy, they've divested all of their investments in anything that's remotely related to firearms, and all of New Jersey's portfolios took a hit. We're $214 billion in debt in New Jersey, and we have $25 billion in our coffers. Well, politics and we're is far more important than, you know, keeping your profit. promise to the pension. But idiots. they cut from everybody, yeah. you know, outdoor groups, anything related to any kind of firearms. Walt just gave me the finger. <laughs> or a half a peace <laughs> sign, as Ainsley Reynolds would Sharon, say. Sharon, share light. Yeah, so anything related to any type of firearms or anything, they cut out of their portfolios at the expense of people on pensions and everything else. So, you mean the very yeah. people who elected him, despite the fact that they voted against his Second Amendment rights, those people? Correct. 67% of the registered voters in New Jersey did not vote in the last gubernatorial election. 67%? 67%. It was at NJ.com. That is sad. 67%. Well, you know, I mean, we basically ran a non-race on the Republican side, right? Correct. Godano lost by about 220,000 in votes, but 67% uh, did mm. not show up. We had a guy at SafeCon talk about, uh, you guys remember when Al Gore and Bush were running and it had went to the U.S. Supreme Court? It was decided by 84 votes. Yes. He was telling us, he stood up at SafeCon, he goes, I took my Utah class from you guys. He was sitting in the front, Brian. Mm -hmm. Him and his wife were in New Jersey, and they drove down to Florida where they registered to vote. They're snowbirds, and they voted in that election. So he got up and said, don't tell me your vote doesn't count. 
Yeah. He goes, because Bush won by 84 votes, and it went to the Supreme Court for that decision. He goes, my wife and I were two of those 84 wow. votes because mm-hmm. we got off our asses and drove to Florida. They forgot to do the absentee ballot. He told his wife, get in the car. We're going. We're going. We're going to Florida. Two days later, at the Florida. They <laughs> voted. They stayed at their house for a few days, and they drove right back, back up to New Jersey. Good for them. Right. Good for so them. people say their yeah. vote doesn't count, but see, it's apathy now. You know, we're. I think we have Stockholm syndrome, Jim. We're Especially so beat up, we don't care. Yeah. Well, and we don't think that our voice really matters. Correct. Because it is just constantly the same people getting put in office, no matter what well, we try you know, to vote. And again, we're we're putting them there. And you know, I go back to George Washington. Walter and I were talking about that before in the green one in the green room. Washington warned against the two-party system yep. for this yeah. very reason. Right. Because all it does is create divisiveness. And if you take a look at the way most people look at politics, it's almost like they're looking at a sports team. Your team versus my team. Right. And it doesn't matter what we have to do in order to mm. win. To win. Yeah. Right. Lie, cheat, and steal. Yeah. Uh, so, Brian. Yes. So you decided... You listen to the show. You shoot at the range here. You went down to SafeCon. You're getting involved. So how'd you end up with Dr. Medallion, too? Let's what we got you here to share some stories. Not a problem. Um, what, did he pay you to come here today? <laughs> no, I actually was excited to be on the show. Oh, okay. Surprisingly. Um, <laughs> you're you're the only one. Yeah. About, about a, a decade ago or so, I was in an accident, and uh, I fractured my L4 and L5. I've always had, um, you know pain in my lower back, which eventually extends up to my upper back and my neck. Um, over the years, you know, I tried um, going to a chiropractor back then, and it was, uh, you know, you'd go there and they'd say it would take like X amount of weeks to start getting better. Um, you know, you'd sit through it, it wouldn't really get better, and then you just don't trust that you're, you know, there for the money, you're there for yourself. Uh, eventually, I just stopped doing it, and I just kind of dealt with it. Now, I own a volleyball company, and I try to play as often as possible, and, uh, you know, just over With a bad back. Yeah, oh, and then it's, you remind me to do. knock you out after the show. <laughs> you do what Go you gotta ahead. do. Um, Go ahead. That's my workout for the week, so I gotta take it. Um, you know, but then you know my shoulder because of my back, my uh, my shoulder and neck got really bad from playing. I actually stopped playing for about a year last year because it was so bad. And then uh, again, I listened to the show. I heard the I heard the uh, advertisement. Um, if you're saying it, I kind of trust that it's a good thing. You oh, know, shit. and uh, yeah, and okay. uh, support those who support you. I woke up one morning. And I really couldn't turn my neck at all, and my shoulder was completely out of whack. And I just, you know, I remembered the, remember you talking about it, and I made an appointment. I went over there, and as soon as I walked in, they were, again, very friendly. I told them I was, uh, you know, that I got a recommendation from you guys, and they were even more friendly, which, again, in this state is not very common coming from a gun industry. So, uh, again, it was very, mm. it was, it was, it was good, because I can go there. Uh, Dr. Medallion and I, he talks about, like, when I sit there, I do my stuff. We talk about hunting. We talk about shooting. Stuff that you can't go anywhere else and talk about, I feel like. I never really thought there. about that because see, every doctor I go to, yeah. surgeon, doctor, uh, is all pro-gun. He comes in. He, like My world is a little different than most people. Got a good I world. don't have kids, and I choose my dentist shoots here, my hygienist. You know, so your perspective is, is, is weird because you're right. Like Sandy says, we have to be closet gun owners yeah. in the state of New Jersey. Unfortunately, right? yeah. So um, the first day I came in, I was very uh, surprised. He had all the all the stuff that he needed. He had the X-ray machine, and everything right in his office. So usually I'm used to like going somewhere, getting a referral, going yeah, somewhere else. And like three that. weeks later, I can get started on my treatment. Now again, I could barely move my neck at the time. He took the X-ray. He showed me everything. Uh, he put a little heat on it. He didn't want to do too much in the beginning. He wanted me to go over the options. So pretty much at his office, he was telling me that you know they have uh, you know 
different options where you can, you know, again, fix what you got to do and that'd be the end of it. Or you can come in a little more seriously a few times a week and really fix it as a whole and, you know, benefit as a lifestyle. And, uh, you know, I opted to come in more often. I mean, I come from South Jersey. I work in North Jersey. So I kind of, you know, I, I live down in Manhawken, which is by Long Beach Island. Oh, and yeah. I still travel up there to see him. Um, and that's how hardcore. I, I test how can, good of a job. Can you show me on this doll where the doc touched you? I could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that first day, um, <laughs> even right away, he showed me the X-rays. He showed me exactly, you know, what was right, what was wrong. Um, he went over with me, and then uh, you know, two days later, I came back in, and uh, you know, my neck he fixed pretty immediately that that initial thing and uh it's funny when i go in there he has me test like moving my neck around and i always you hear these noises in your neck and you're not supposed to hear yeah me too <laughs> crunch crack yeah. ping and right then <laughs> and then after he uh you know he adjusts me and it's uh, you know you're talking about 15 minutes later i like laugh as i'm doing the exercise again because it's, it's that much of a difference um, you right up huh? yeah and it's uh you know it's something i could wish i could feel every day but it's going to take time and again he's been very good about you know, he's he's not pushy. He doesn't tell you like you have to do this, schedule this, you got to pay this, whatever. You know, I come in when I need to do it, and uh, it's been great. And I hope to keep doing it until again. It so yeah, he he figured out the issue, and uh, again, I try to go there as often as I can. You know, it's not, I run my own business. I come from South Jersey. It's not the easiest thing to do, um, but, but your health. It's bit. It's What's definitely more getting better. Than your health. Yeah. You right, know, Jen. You couldn't my, stand my for ten health. minutes. How miserable were you? Uh, your poor kids and husband. Ooh. My wife and stepdaughter are more important, and I'm happy to say that on that she can hear me. Now. God bless. But uh, yeah. So I'm gonna continue doing what I'm doing, and uh, he's been doing a great job. Again, his hospitality is great. Again, I have my own business, and one of the big things is my is my staff is what makes it so important just like you like you come in there you're only as good as your people right people feel uh, very comfortable in that home and I, I appreciate everything yeah um we have a lot of patients that speak just like brian and he's really talking from the heart and as well as jennifer and i you know the offer that we're giving is exactly what i did in the beginning with both of them is that we did a full exam and we took the x-ray whatever x-rays were necessary um you know and go after check them out well, if you check the doc out and you're happy, come on the show. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Jen, are you getting another dog? No, we are not. Okay. That's what I heard. He's a shepherd guy over there, too, you know? Yeah. You've seen pictures of Bruno. I sent I them have. to you already. Yes. Yeah. We'll be right back. We're going to go discuss some holiday safety tips and get some insight from Jen. Time and memories. The two most precious things you can give someone. No cell phones, no video games, no electronic devices, no interruptions. Just your favorite gun, a couple boxes of ammo, and time spent together. The folks at Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range believe there's no time like the present, and no present like time. Step through their doors, and you'll feel time stand still. It may look like a luxury shooting range. But what they really sell is the perfect day. And perfect memories are made from perfect days. Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range, where family memories begin. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun for Hire Radio. 
the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. So one of the things I ranted about uh, last week was when you order takeout food and it comes and they forget forks or they yeah. forget the dressing or they forget an entire entree. I was but what you, really man. pisses me off is you order, Jen, like a chicken parm or eggplant parm sandwich. It comes yeah, wrapped right, in foil. Right. The foil sticks to the damn cheese. When you pull you had me right? jumping yeah, off on it. On it was <laughs> you were pissed, right? I, I, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the sandwich steams in the foil. Like yeah. when you order from Rotacos in, in Nutley, they put it in a clamshell container. Right. And you, it's, it's edible when you get it. So I ranted about that and it got like 20,000 views and impressions all over the place and this kid walks in from Pizza One in Wayne and he also owns My Salad in okay. Wayne, he came in. He wants to buy lunch for the whole place because he saw him and his sister saw my rant. He wants really? to buy lunch for all my employees and send it in. He wants me to critique it. But one of the things I said on my <laughs> one of the things I said on my ranch in it, in my day. friend, uh, you can Tuesday, my friend George <laughs> Rotaco owns Rotaco Brothers. What he does is he'll go to Jen and Walter's house and he'll have them order sixty, seventy dollars of food for everybody, and his staff doesn't know he's there. Ah. And then the food gets delivered, and he dissects it, looks at it, presentation, everything, takes pictures or whatever, and then he'll go back to the staff with accolades or, you know, you screwed up. Because I think a lot of these places don't realize. You take a meatball parm sandwich out of the oven, steaming hot, wrap it in foil tight, throw it in a bag, and then 20 minutes later you get it at your house. What did you think it was going to look like? Exactly. (laughs) Soggy with the cheese stuck to the foil. Right? How many of us have scraped off the foil? And you have to eat it. They use cheap foil. It breaks yeah, it apart. Breaks apart. Yeah. That's so, the yeah, worst. That's right. right? That's so now word. you're eating you foil. foil. In your cheese. Doc, you're a doctor. Is foil protein or fiber? Ask <laughs> 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 for. He it's said neither. <laughs> so so anyway, I ranted about that, and looks like we're, there is such a thing as a free lunch. Yeah. So I thought that was <laughs> was pretty cool. If you want to see Ant's rants, it's on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. So I mean, I think it's like I've one covered of my favorite pastimes. What watching my rants? Yeah. What I, I do when I pre- drive to work. Yeah, pretty much. Want, something gets under my skin every day. They've gone a lot more viral. Now, I know a lot of us do online shopping, right? And this weather is coming now. Uh, We'll be changing the clock soon. It's going to get darker, right? So a couple of things to think about. I do all my shopping on Amazon.com, but Patty likes to go to the mall sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Women like to go to the mall. They like to get festive, and they like to look at stuff and get ideas. And So I just want to go over some tips, Jen, especially for you uh, as a female. Brian um, and the doc you should listen to because as men, sometimes we tend to let our guard down. But men are victims of crimes and robbery all the time as well. You know, try to avoid driving alone at night, especially if you're shopping. The buddy system's always good. Always keep your doors and windows closed, you know, when you're in your car. Uh, it's important. You shouldn't have your windows open. Somebody will just approach you, stick a gun to your head. You know, there's a lot of carjackings and robberies that happen around malls. It's a target-rich environment, all right? I'm not going to go to a a deserted town to rob somebody. I'm going to hang around right outside the mall. That's the most people. Correct, all right? Avoid parking next to vans, trucks, especially camper shells. Then you're going to end up rubbing the lotion on your skin or something. Okay? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, right. Try not to park next to cars with tinted windows. This is situational awareness. Of stuff that you got to teach your kids. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to park between, <laughs> you don't want to park between two vans. You know, where you're t- nobody can see your car. Don't leave packages or valuables in your car. We talk about this all the time. Everybody should have a black emergency blanket in their car. You can literally get a blanket. 
<laughs> Sandy's freaking out. You can literally get a blanket from Amazon.com for $6, like a blank, a black felt blanket. Yeah. Keep it folded. You have an SUV. I do. So you can cover. Listen, when it's... I already n- have the blanket yeah, in there. Correct. With a flashlight, Doc, if you look inside a car with a black blanket, you can't tell there's something in there. Yeah. You okay there? <laughs> you okay there? <laughs> okay. Before you leave the mall, your key should be in your hand. If you have lipstick, bodyguard, or mace, should be... Go ahead, Jen. Top off the mace and finger on the trigger. Deployed. Ready. Ready to go. Uh, See that? Somebody listens to the show. Yeah, that's right. Because if you have your keys in one hand and the mace or the lipstick bodyguard in the other hand, you're ready. Now, she's an index finger. I'm a thumber. Okay? She she used her index finger. Mm -hmm. I used the thumb. But you got to be ready to go. You spray somebody with the mace, you run screaming in a safe direction. Never let anybody take you to a secondary location at all costs. I don't care if your hair gets pulled out. I don't care if you get shot in the arm. It's the second crime scene, as we say, right? That's right. (laughs) You'll end up dead. Go ahead. You got something, Doc? Yeah, I was going to say. But I want the royalties on this. Go ahead. So I think this is a message to Lipstick Bodyguard. They should make one that looks like a cigar. Cigar Bodyguard? There you go. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he would That's smoke a vape. too. I would smoke. I don't care. Yeah. Cayenne yeah. pepper. I put yeah. a yeah. Pepper, chili oh, there, dog. There you go. Right. It's a good for, idea. For men, for men to have this. Nice, but you're not getting anything. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is, so you make sure you locate your keys. For women, make sure you're holding your purse or handbag or parcels. Your hand shouldn't be full. All right? If you're carrying too much, you're definitely vulnerable if your hands are full. Uh, do not approach your car alone if there's suspicious people in the area, right? Go be- right. We talked about this yes. before. Wait a few minutes, or or what I always like to say is latch on to another group. If you're if Jen's leaving the mall 7:30 at night, if there's a party of five or six women and guys walking out, walk out right behind them, like you're with them, and then break off and go to your car. And always look around your car before. Don't unlock the doors, you know, 60 feet before you get to the car. Unlock no. the doors six feet before you get to the car. Mm. Or less. Or, or le- And then what's the first thing you do, Jen, as soon as you get in the car? Lock it. Lock the doors. Start the car. Pull out of the spot. If you want to go to the edge of the mall parking lot with your foot on the brake and text, Honey, leaving mall now, on way home. Kids, start dinner, blah, blah, blah. That's the time to do it. Not while you're in the spot where you're boxed in or whatever. That's the time to do it. We should, tra- we should try shopping daylight hours if possible. Uh, you should dress casually and comfortable. Don't wear your flashy jewelry. Don't wear that b- big Louis Vuitton never full purse because somebody could just reach in. I, do you ever see women with the purses hanging open? Right, I see it food shopping all the time. The woman yeah. leaves their bag in yeah. the purse and their wallet with their right. credit cards yeah. is right, right on top. Right up front, yeah. yeah. And I want to go over and say something, but then I'll end up getting, uh, you know. Yeah, you'll be arrested. For yeah. Don't carry large amounts of cash, especially don't flash lo- large amounts of cash. Everybody's watching. And a lot of times, security is in on it. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'll be watching the cameras, and I'll text Brian, the lady in the black sweater in the uh, women's um, jacket uh, area. She's got a lot of dough on her. Right, and he's my buddy. He's sitting out in the car in the mall, smoking a cigarette or something. And now he comes in, he follows her. You don't think it happens? It happens. It happens. Okay? Yeah. It happens and all even the time. for kids, kids now are starting to carry their own wallets. You know, I've got kids that are coming up in age, and they're just starting out. One of the things I tell them is, never ever take all your money out of your wallet. Know where it is in your wallet. Take out what you need and close it. Don't flash the money. You just become you a victim. Become a target. Yeah, sure. 
Uh, avoid carrying cash. Uh, pay for purchases with, with credit card if possible. These kids will use Venmo and everything else like that. Uh, avoid, again, Jen, avoid overloading yourself with packages. Mm-hmm. That one was directed at you. Right. Even though, Brian, you probably, do you have a black belt in shopping? You seem like you do. <laughs> I am an online shopper. Okay, <laughs> so am I, but I have a black belt in shopping. Uh, be, beware of, of strangers approaching you for any reason. Do not engage in anybody. There's a ton of con, con games. Someone will walk up to you, Brian, and start talking to you, and meanwhile, the Doc and Sandy are walking behind you to set you up. I just tell everybody, I, I don't care. I put my hand up. I always use forced body language. I'm like, have a nice day, and I just keep walking. You know, mm. nine times out of ten, they don't say anything. Sometimes they might say something derogatory. I just keep pushing through. But it doesn't matter. No, thank you. Yes. Move on. If possible, you should leave small children home. How many times have we seen the woman loading bags in the back with their kid in the shopping cart right. in the back? And every time right. she picks a bag up and turns, that kid is sitting there exposed. In a sho- am I right or wrong? Mm-hmm. Right. right. No, don't you get the chills when you see stuff like that? Yes. Like I, so that's very important. Plus, kids shouldn't be in a mall. Actually, kids shouldn't be out in public at all. If I have my way, I would say so. Okay, well, you know, I went to a birthday <laughs> party at Chuck E. Cheese, and I was like, "Why are all these kids here?" <laughs> Ser- seriously, for me, that's why they made duct tape and coat closets. <laughs> <laughs> Will you talk about this all the time when you travel? Okay, Doc, you got kids that are kind of young. Take a picture of your daughter, twelve years old. How old's your stepdaughter? Turning three next month. Take a picture of her before you walk into the mall. If, God forbid, you get separated, you have a current photo with the clothes she's wearing. You should do that when you go on vacation, too. You should do that when you're going apple picking. Anything you're going to do like that, hey, babe, pose for us for a picture. Take a nice picture with the entire outfit, okay? Yeah, but a lot of people, old school people, would be showing a picture from two months ago. Mm -hmm. And they're not wearing the same clothing. And maybe they had a haircut. So current photo, let's exploit that technology whenever we can. If they're old enough to have a phone, make sure you have Find My Eye phone and that geotagging and all of that stuff connected yep. to them so that you can if you have to you can have you can locate the the kids kids should have they should never go unaccompanied in a restroom um, I'm a firm believer in that, you know, until they're a certain age where they can take care of themselves. And today, kind of anything goes. All 84 genders are welcome everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, I was right. fortunate that I raised two yeah. boys when they were younger. And now I'm with Patty. She has two girls, but they're 21 and 23. So I'll just hang outside the restroom while they're going. So I'm not in that precarious position yeah. anymore. But I like to uh, still, at, the, at my age and at their age, I still like to be the papa bear and hang outside the bathroom. Right? Right, right Jen? You, yes. Uh, trust but verify, Brian. Uh, see, for you, it's a stepdaughter, so mm-hmm. you know, you, your wife goes with her, but there's going to be times where you're no, going to be I, in that position. Yeah, there's going to be times you're in that position, and never let embarrassment uh, overrule. Okay, safety safety comes first, you know. Uh, what else? You should always teach children their full name and address. They should, they should net it automatically. You also should have a code word with children. We talk about this all the time. Uh, most children are abused or abducted by a family or friend, you know, somebody close, family member or friend, because they have the confidence, okay? Um, I go to, like, I know uh, Katrina. Katrina, mom and dad were in an accident. Come with me. I meet her outside her class in New York, right? She has confidence with me. Her, she's supposed to be taught, I need to know what the password is. Okay, and you give your kid a password, and if we don't know the password, then your kid is trained. Well, I can't go with you until the police come here. Okay, because yeah. you'll read yeah. about it all the time. It's always right. Uncle Joe yeah. or yeah. Right. you know right. Aunt Nancy sure. that abducted sure. the kid. It's right. somebody that's been in the house, right. and they know the kid's schedule. So again, Katrina, she she told me she goes to a class in New York. I can meet her outside. 
Mom and Dad were in a bad accident, and one of Dad's McLarens. I can personalize the shit out of it. Oh, where sure. I could probably, right. you know, it's it would be harder with Katrina because she's older and she has a phone. She could verify. Right. I used her as an example, <coughs> but an eight-year-old, right? Yeah, wouldn't have that information. All my, all mine. Right. right, right, right. So those are just some tips. Uh, we'll go over some more next week. I want to thank everybody, Brian coming on the show congratulations thank you again Jen for putting up for Walt, with Walter all of this time <laughs> I heard that Artemis is coming but I'm not going to say anything no um, no, and no 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 Dr. No. Medallion is, is at Medallion Chiropractic on Valley Road in Wayne he's about literally six miles from the range here I mean hell he'll even meet you at the range and he can talk to you Doc I want to thank you for coming on show tree 83 thank you very much for having us you're, you're welcome you're the best Sansom Doctor, can you tell us how to reach you once more? Sure. Our phone number is 973-633-0117. You can speak to one of my lovely staff members. Hmm. Uh, Paola is our office manager, and she will help you with any questions you have about your insurance. And we'll, we'll, this offer is good for the whole entire month of October. Trick or treat. Pain-free October. Pain-free October. I'm, I'm taking advantage of pain-free October. I'm going to send you a list of people. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. can just take care of well, those. Well, we'll let them know if we can help them, and then we'll do what we got to do. Okay. We'll put them on a bus. But if there's any dentist out there, I'm looking to pull somebody's tooth if you want to reach out to just me. just reach out to I want to see what it feels like, a back tooth, something that's in there good. Do you want to do it in the dentist's office? If possible, or, or anywhere. You, I don't do care. it live on the podcast. I'll do it, I'll do it from the studio, <laughs> from their <laughs> car, whatever. That's good. I, I'm good. I'm open. <laughs> Why do you need a dentist? We can get a pair of pliers. No, no, no. I need a dentist, too. I want, I want some input. Okay. You know, I want to know if I did good. You want to do pro- yes, when I pull it out, and everything, I want to know if I did good. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah. Okay, there we have it. <laughs> on, uh, on record. Uh, yes. <laughs> Very good. That's just how he rolls. All right, well, you've done it Don't again. Forget this guy. Uh, you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York, under license of Broadcast Music Incorporated. I'm Sandy Berardi. On behalf of my co-host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Winston, take it away, my friend. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>